St. Mark, the fourth chapter, verses one through nine. If you have a say, man, I'll read the first verse, you read the second, and so on. And he began again to teach by the seaside, and there was a gathered unto him a great multitude, so that he entered into a ship and sat in the sea, and the whole multitude was by the sea on the land. Hearken, behold, there went out a sore to sow. And some fell on stony ground, where it had not much earth, and immediately it sprang up, because it had no depth of the earth. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns grew up and choked it, and it yielded not, it yielded no fruit. And he said unto them, He that hath an ear to hear, let him hear. Amen. Bow your heads all over the building. Most Heavenly Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we pray for this congregation right now. We bind every spirit of hindrance in the name of Jesus. Lord, we come against the works of darkness right now. Bind everything that would hinder the word of God. Lord, we ask you to preach so, God, to allow the word of life to come and grow in our hearts this morning. Oh, God, in the name of Jesus, speak to your people, Lord. Help us to hear what your spirit is saying right now. Oh God, in the name of Jesus, pray for the sick that is among us right now. Those that are going through tests and trials right now. In the name of Jesus. Bless your manservant, Lord. Give him clear their speech, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, Amen. You may be seated. The subject this morning is the seed, the sore, and the wayside. The seed, the sore, and the wayside. We look into this particular parable. You find that God didn't want everybody to know what the truth was when it came down to the church. And you have to be careful because a whole lot of folk will try to give you a word that didn't come from God. Here you find that God hid the word in a parable because he didn't want uh everybody are uh, the insincere folks to know what the truth was. So 
as we go further and further into the end time, you need to remember that God is selective in who he gives his word to, to give to his people. You find that here he is doing something that is profound. He's teaching his people. And there was a great multitude that had came to hear. But a whole lot of them, all they wanted to do was hear. But do you understand? There is a problem in the church today. People read the word. They say they study the word. But they don't have an understanding of the word. And so we as children of God, we must determine what kind of seed are we. Are we going to be the one that was planted uh, among thorns? Are we going to be the ones that was planted on bad ground? Are we going to be the ones that planted uh, on the wayside? Because there were a number that did not make it. And it depends on how you receive and live the word of God determines whether you make it or not. We have put, in, put a whole lot of stock in what people have said. But we have put very little stock in what the Bible is saying. So the definition that I'd like to leave with you for seed. Is seed is a flowering plant, the part of reproduction. The sower is the, the seed that is strewn over the ground or scattered over the ground. We must remember that the seed is the word of God. A lot of time we want to be the important one in the equation. But the word of God is the most important part of every child of God conversation. Then you find the wayside. The wayside is the side of the road. Uh, everybody has traveled to some point. We know that the side of the road or one writer suggested that it was the road. When the soil is packed, the seed can't grow. You must understand that you must be in good ground if you're going to grow. And the word of God will produce automatically. But if it does not go deep enough. You won't be able to stand the test and the trials that a lot of folks go through. You find that a whole lot of folks that has been in the church, but there are a whole lot of folks that's outside of the church. And that is not God's fault because we are supposed to be planted in good ground. 
And when the child of God don't do what they're supposed to do to cultivate the ground, then they will die because, as I told you on last week, you've got to go far deep enough to absorb the water and the nutrients that's in the soil. But a whole lot of times that because we get caught up and because we get in our feelings and because we disregard the word of God and try to make this walk all about us. And I, I know it's easy once you start listening to your flesh. And, and I know it's easy once you get off track with God. But it's hard to get back on and because you lose ground. And very few people get chance, get a chance to make up the time that they lost. And so if you and I are not careful, and I believe everybody in here know that we're in the last days. There's no questions about that. But you've got to be even more careful because of the time that we're living in. These are perilous times. And who knows if God doesn't shorten this time. And even the very elect won't be saved. Even you know all of this, but you still won't fight for the, your saved life with all your might. You are allowing things and things and people to distract your mind off of your walk. The real problem is we won't focus on the word of God. That's what Jesus was telling them. Listen. He was talking to his disciples and a whole lot of us. We don't even conscious. We're not conscious of what we're hearing. The constant warning that God is sending the church. We're complaining that the message sounds like it's the same message. But I don't know if you remember in the days of Noah, 120 years, it's going to rain. It's going to rain. It's going to rain. He preached it 120 years. And all that he got was eight souls. And the eight came out of his own house. Do I have a church? We're not conscious that we're in a fight. And fight you must. Hallelujah to God. God is sitting. Me to remind you. He did not give you the spirit of fear. But love power. In a sound mind. One thing I do know. You're going to need your mind. To fight in this battle. I wish I had a church. Hallelujah to God. A whole lot of folk. Are trying to fight a spiritual battle. With all their emotions. 
an excuse to understand what it was he was talking about. It's about a lack of tending or like me referring to Sunday dinner as some pig feet and collard green and some ham hocks and some turkey necks loaded with brown beans. Everybody in here could understand that's a good Sunday meal. So Jesus was telling them there is some truth that I want you to get just like and rule your natural life. I've got an illustration with a spiritual meaning but a whole lot of us now we don't understand what it is God is saying so we run with an assumption that is not true to the word of God a whole lot of handling of the word now is out of context hallelujah if the reader if the preacher don't know what he's talking about how do you expect the students to know what the reader or the teacher is telling them a parable was a method of teaching in Judaism and Jesus employed this to conceal the truth from unbelievers. I come to challenge you. Stop expecting sinners to understand what saints should already know. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. And while he was explaining to his disciples the doctrine which is the teaching, isn't it mandated that we understand the doctrine of God? Hallelujah. But we want Every Tom, Dick, and Harry to understand what it is that God has called believers to do. And when we get twisted up in the game because somebody that God didn't call get twisted up on the word and he twists up somebody else and they call themselves knowing what it is God is talking about we didn't realize but we're not constantly conscious of the fact that we're in a false prophet in a false teaching generation Hallelujah. 
Hallelujah to God. So he's telling them. Jesus was teaching so that the people could not receive the message in their mind. But through their spirit, I got an indictment against us saints. We want to understand it naturally. If we don't want to understand it spiritually. Spiritually, you got to use faith. If you didn't want to be a saint of God, you shouldn't need to have faith. The sinners don't have faith to receive the word of God. You're supposed to receive it by faith. Hallelujah. By faith, the elders obtain a good report. By faith, Abraham walked with God. By faith, hallelujah. I come to tell you the whole reason why you look like an excuse and walk like an you don't have faith in the word of God. I feel like preaching here. He tells his disciples, hearken. But that word is translated. Give me your full attention. Isn't it time out? For you come into the house of God. Divided in your mind, mind running all over the place. You didn't read the word of God. The Holy Ghost comes to give you control. Hallelujah. Hallelujah to God. A whole lot of folk got the same problems that the folks in the world can't concentrate. Three to five minutes. You believe the diagnosis that the sinner gave bad children. You got attention deficit disorder. No! Bring your mind back to church. And we give folk all kinds of escape when it boils down to low gravy. When we look at God and we seek God face to face, and one of our excuses go mount to a hill of beans, cause no good thing is going to come of your excuses. But depart from me, you looked in sin, and I come to remind you, the greatest sin is not fornication and adultery, it's unbelief. Mm. Hallelujah, hearken, 
Give me your full attention. Behold, here was he was telling those attendants as well as us today. See and hear with the inner man. I know most of us and poisoned and killed off the inner man. We don't have a good sound God conviction anymore because we run the Holy Ghost off because we want to do our thing. But you better tell the Holy Ghost get back in here chasing me after your side but don't leave me don't forsake me hang in here with me lead and guide me to all the truth that God has given in this hour hallelujah Hallelujah to God. So you must look beyond what is said And I know that is a problem. Because most of the time, if the child of God is going to be analytical of the word of God, analytical, analytical of the preacher, they're going to be hard. And they won't look literally at what he's talking about. He's talking about sin. And why am I getting chesty? Why are you talking about sin? He's talking about heaven. Why am I getting annoyed? Why the preacher's talking about heaven? I said I wanted to go. Hallelujah. So, look in to the spiritual understanding. And we're in an intellectual age. Knowledge is increased. But understanding has decreased. Hallelujah. What are you saying? Isn't it amazing? When we go outside those doors, we can prosper in every aspect. But we come in here, we can't discern the truth of God's word. Out there, we can put a recipe together and don't need the recipe written down. And we can produce a meal. We can produce a cake. Come in here. We can't comprehend the principle of the doctrine of Jesus Christ. We're divided. Do it mean this? Do it mean that? Salvation is salvation. Hallelujah. Repentance is repentance. Speaking in tongues is speaking in tongues as the Spirit of God gives the utterance. 
and fell by the wayside. Isn't that amazing? Have you ever watched ants? A colony of ants? A colony of ants. And the Bible told you, you church folks, you need to watch. Go to the ant, thou slugger. And consider her way and be wise. Some of you need to get some ants and watch them. Because God's going to judge you on the ants in their system. When we look at fell by the wayside, then the fowls of the air. Don't you know something going to feed on you? Something is going to feed on you. Isn't it amazing that God has a system that something going to come by every time somebody dies or something dies. I don't care what you do. You can't keep a fly out. I don't care what you do. You can't keep the ants out. I don't care what you do, you can't keep the roaches out. You may want to pretend like you ain't never seen one in your house, but he's been in there. He's been in there. Go through all the extremes you want to. God created them to eat what we don't see in some cases. So something is going to eat you. If you fall by the wayside. And the fowls of the air came in devouring. One writer said it's either, either the edge of the road or the edge of a path traveled by a field. Lord, it's a shame. The church folks now is building paths instead of coming to the house of God to eat. Going off the beaten path. Can't find saints that should be found in the house of God. That's the kingdom of God. That's to provide the kingdom of God. And you're going to be planted by the side of the road. And you're supposed to be in the field of the kingdom of God. You can't survive on the side of the road. Look how saints are trying to survive everything. But the ground is packed. Because it's traveled so much. You can't grow where the ground is packed. Nobody tilled it. Nobody attended to it. Nobody attended it. God ain't send us out to tend by the road. He sent to tend in the church. The word won't be received a lot. You know what? If I get out there, I, I, 
I tell folks this on my job. You a preacher. I ain't preaching on Monday. I'm punching the clock. I preach to saints. I'm not confused. If they want to hear truth, that's something totally different. But they don't want to hear truth. They want to hear something that they can whine and complain about. If you want to hear truth, I'm sure everybody now is no secret. Get on Facebook. You done found the name of the church and get on the, get on your Google map. It'll lead you right here. Ain't no secrets no more. Everybody know you. And you're known by what you put on Facebook. Hint, hint. The sword is the same in the same case. Jesus. The seed is the word of God. Saints, I can't stress. If you gonna make it through this time, you're gonna need the word of God. And you might as well calm yourself if you find yourself anxious, overcaring, or uh, uh, mean and mad. You gotta do that. Ain't nobody gonna do that for you. You got to make sure you're in a position to be able to hear when God speaks. You know what he said? If God wasn't, he wasn't planning to the day you hear my voice. Don't you harden your heart. You'll set up in here and get hard-hearted where God can't reach you. And God come back after the church. And you're the only one letting, the only one here. Trying to get in? Satan is the type of the foul. Don't you know? Didn't you hear? Satan desires to have you. You didn't know that? Satan wants you bad. So that he can take you to so he can sift you into very small pieces like they do wheat. You mean the Satan want to break me down to the smallest denominator? Yes, ma'am, and yes, sir. All he wants to do is kill you. And that's both natural and spiritual. Some fell him on good ground. And I mean, some fell on stony ground, rather. And there was not much earth. You got to protect your roots. Saints, you got to protect the foundation. Didn't the Bible say the foundation of God stand assured? Having this seal, your, your face should be sealed. And you acting like a fly by night, like you just came in the kingdom of God. God knows his saint. Do you know who you belong to? In some cases, we don't. You got to protect that foundation. That's all you got. You're built upon the foundation of 
the prophets, and Jesus is the chief cornerstone. What more are you looking for? You can't hold on to the truth until he get back. You got all you need, but can you hold on to it until he get back? Some amongst thorny ground, and it talks about there was limestone keeping the roots from going deep. What is keeping your roots from going deep? You know, a whole lot. I remember I talked about the chicken and the pig. One was committed, and one was dedicated. The chicken was committed, but the pig was dedicated because he took all he had. What are you going to do? Are you committed or dead? No, don't answer that, but you need to think about that. It depends on how you serve God. Depends on where you at in your mind. You ain't got to say it with your lips, but your service depicts on how you, what your relationship, true relationship is with God. said something that and I, I found it profound but have you ever wondered why he said the greatest commandment that Jesus left was that little children that you love one another yes, yes. and he said that was the greatest commandment yes. and you having a problem with the greatest commandment I know what you're going to do with the rest of them. There is an obligation to the people of God that surpasses your family. Love one another. If you can't love me, you can't love God. He said, how are you going to love me and you can't love the folks you see every day? And nobody that looked up on the face of God. But when the sun came up, oh Lord have mercy. When it got hot. Don't you know Coco, your child's tell off on you. I used to, I told y'all some time ago, some things got reoccurring trials at the same time every year. Every year. Same time every year. Every year in February. Every year in March, every year in August, got the same problem. Well, why won't you fix that thing if it's reoccurring? It's a shame that the devil can come back you at the same time every year. At least tell him we're gonna push this off. We're gonna push this off. I'm kidding. I'd be less than the past if I didn't notice things like that. And some fell among thrones. Lord, look at here. Hanging out with the wrong folks. Hanging out with the wrong folks. Hanging out with the wrong folks. Hanging out with the wrong folk and think you can handle it. 
They choking you out. And you can't bring forth no fruit. Getting choked out. I don't know what's happening. I do. I do, I do, I do. Well, why you say that, pals? You can tell. Saints starts to change. Their countenance and their demeanor change. So hanging out with the wrong people. Yes, yes. You're supposed to be on your guard against it ain't God's fault you can't recognize the devil. It ain't God's fault that I can't recognize him when he's trying to get in my inner circle. That's right, that's right. You know, seducing spirits and doctrines of that. You know, seducing spirits, you kind of like them. They easily, they can, they bring what you want. Mm-hmm. Now, when did you, when did you know the ugly woman seduce a man? When you know ugly man that done seduced a woman. I rest my case. He brings to you what you want. He hollered, maybe this is the Lord. I've been praying for a blessing. You don't, no, 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 no. That's your biggest problem. You're supposed to live for a blessing, not be praying for a blessing. You live for a blessing. We on this side, we live for a blessing, and they pray for a blessing. And that's why they wind up getting the wrong thing. Amen. Didn't God say I'm going to bless them that keep my commandments? If you ain't keeping the commandments of God, you can, you can, you not ready. You might well blot, blot out the whole thing on the contract. You might well put a big red X on it. I don't care. You can just have one thing and it'll null, nullify the contract. You think I'm lying? When folk get ready to go to the bed, all they got to do is say, irreconcilable differences. How broad that is. And they don't even have to explain what irreconcilable differences is. She burnt my biscuit the other day and I'm leaving. Don't make sense, do it. Nullified the contract. And some fell among thorns and it grew up and choked them. Anybody know what it feels like to be choked? Have you ever got choked on some food? It probably feel about the same way if I put my fingers around your neck. You can't breathe. You gag. You ain't never. You, uh, chances are you ain't eat no fish coming up. You ain't get no bone caught in your throat. And it ain't got to be nothing big either. Let it get crossed in your throat. Then you will realize how valuable air is. <laughs> Come on here. And so 
that sprang up and increased and brought forth. Now listen here what the good fruit bring forth. 30, 60, and 100 fold. And you plan, praying to be blessed. If you good fruit on good ground, you're going to get good reproduction. And now Jesus said, now if you got an ear, let you hear. Say, stop running after these, uh, let me pray this prayer blessing. It's called living the life of a child of God the way God wants you to live. And God's going to make sure if there's anything out there that he wants to give you with your name on you ain't got a trick in politics. You're going to get it. And he's going to make sure that you get it. church, if you would focus on being in good ground, yeah. and you going to produce good fruit. Now, if you let yourself get in good, bad ground, and you want to stay there, you're going to die spiritually. You got to stay in good ground. You got to stay in good relationship with God. You got to tell this world and the people in it, I said goodbye a long time ago, and that's what I meant. And Jesus said, ain't not one of you that have left brother, mother, father, sister, that will not receive a hundredfold. And what you crying about? If you leave them, you'll get the blessing of God. If you don't, you ain't getting nothing. saints of God. You know what God do for do with his saints? He picks them up if they're good and if they're usable and if there's a word that he need declared to this generation. I think Monique was telling me that, was it Zachariah? The prophet you were telling me about? Haggai was used for huh? Three and a half months. And look, his, his, his word is in the Bible to 2,000 years later. You hear me? Three months, 2,000 years later. Still telling folks the truth. You can't just hear on the surface. And this is, we got to stop being surface saints. We got to stop being surface saints. You got, you're competing against the TV, the radio, he said, she said, your husband, your wife, your children. Be a God child for one. I'll deal with you after me and God get through with our business. Have you noticed how demanding your flesh is getting? You give it an hour, baby, one hour and 15 minutes. 
And it's still going to be dirty when they get out the bathtub. Because it ain't nothing but dirt. Put all that expensive stuff on there. And you still get ashy. The more you use, the more you need. Amen. But we work on our, our, our spirit man less and less. And we're wondering why we can't get a good audience with God. You can be standing in the midst of folk and God can still be talking to you in a crowd. That's an art form. You got to be able to hear God when he speaks. When he say, get out of here, it's time to go. Amen. Because ain't no telling what's getting ready to pop off. talking to his disciples. And Jesus had never been short on disciples. And disciples leave. They left Jesus. And Robert, I'd be crazy to think these folks won't leave me. They'll leave me for the next boat coming. He went from 70 to 12 again. And on the day of Pentecost, he had 120. Up, down, up, down, up, down. He said unto them, will you give, will you, the disciples said unto him, I believe, unto you it is given to know the mysteries. He's talking to the disciples, I'm sorry. The mystery of the kingdom of God. We should know. But if you and I are shucking and jiving, you ain't gonna know. You come in here not paying attention and having I could have told you something that's gonna be pertinent on tomorrow. You'd have tuned me off because you worried about tomorrow. And when tomorrow comes after the fact, after you go through it. attention. God could be warning you. And it could be your last one. Telling you about folk. Do you not know their spirits and sicknesses on sinners? And the closer you get, there ain't no telling what you might not get. You know, the devil can't get to us until we take the heads down. Don't take the head. You gonna take the you let me befriend you. And that's all someone wants you to give me. <laughs> Rob, tell me your weakness. You know I like fried chicken at the strip club. <laughs> I tell folks I just go for the chicken. They make some good chicken. And the actuality is people legs, not chicken legs, has got the problem. Come on. All they want to so you to tell them that you are not as you got problem. 
I got a problem right now. My problem ain't as bad as your problem. And I ain't even telling the devil what my problem is. I'm not going to do Samson. I'm not going to make you feel comfortable just because you're not comfortable being around me. I tell them just enough, Sister Marsha. So I'm all right till you cross me. That way I can tell them I warned them. So it's God's design to tell his saints the mysteries of the Not for us to wrap our heads up. But for us to be prepared for what's coming down. I am convinced that if the church would get right, God would explain what's going on with this virus. I'm just convinced that. God will tell us how far to go, what to do, and what not to do. That's what God does for saints. The Bible points that out. And not only that, he'll tell us how long. Every time the nation of Israel got in trouble, oh, buddy, I'm sorry, it's going to be 400 years. Y'all going to have to go through this 400 years, but when after the 400 years, you're coming back to your own land. Isn't that amazing? He is an information God. They no child of God got no business. I'm going through. Oh, I'm going. Well, why? I don't know. Either you don't understand the contract or you're playing games. You know it's a woman. That was the first thing we did when mama got, got rid of woman. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. It wasn't me. I didn't do it, I didn't do it, I didn't do it. So stop lying. You know, your parents do know about which one would do what. Amen. Because it, it looked like something you would do. It sounded like something you would do. It's something you did in the past. If so-and-so said, you said, to, I, I, I didn't do it. Yes, you did with your smart mouth said. You heard you said to your brothers and sisters. Uh-huh. <laughs> I plan on dropping it. I'm going to drop it as 130. So I ain't going to hold y'all no longer. I'm going to drop it. Just drop it. Just drop it. Just drop it. I'm going to drop the mic. Drop the mic. <laughs> Better be glad to have somebody that would teach us and preach the truth to us. Come on, somebody. Come. Your flesh and my flesh don't want to yield the truth. Come on, somebody. 
So guess what? Somebody got to stand in the gap and make up the hedge. And we ought to thank God that we got somebody. You know, truth is about being concerned about the soul. It's our soul. It's our soul. 